Well, hello everyone and welcome back to Starts With Why. I am Zane. And I am Lauren. So great to see you back. We're singing a lot lately. We are. We are. I don't know what it is. We really have been singing more. I love it though. (laughs) We're learning to express ourselves. Oh my gosh, it's almost the weekend. Anything exciting? Anything? Any plans? Not a ton of plans, but it is beautiful outside here in Toronto. So I am planning to at least get out there, go on a bike ride. And because the sun is shining, my serotonin it's out of control I'm feeling better feeling feeling happier uh and that's kind of you know I won't segue yet because I have not asked you Zane what's up what's happening um but that does tie in with our conversation today it does Lauren and before I introduce our guest I do need to put out a trigger warning that the conversation that we'll be having today um we'll be covering topics like anxiety um and depression so if you do not feel comfortable talking about those topics that's totally fine we have tons of other great episodes that you can uh listen in on but today's episode will be covering the topic of mental health. I think that's something that we should always be talking about, but especially during times like these when the world needs uh, tips and tricks to lift our spirits. So with this being said, I am so excited to welcome the lovely Whitley to the platform today. Welcome, Whitley. Hi, thanks for having me. We're so happy that you're here. Thank you so much for being here. So how have you been? Um, How have you been staying positive and keeping your spirits up on your end? I'm doing good. I have I've been doing a lot of yoga and meditation actually during quarantine and that's helped keep the anxiety and fear down at a manageable level. You have your own organization and mental health is an issue that is incredibly important to you and close to your heart. Um, so maybe you could tell us a little bit about um, about where this all started. My name is Whitley. I am 19 years old, almost 20, and yeah, I'm the co-founder of the End the Stigma Foundation. And so it really started with our sister foundation that was first created called the Emily Effect. And that's a foundation for moms dealing with maternal mental health. And my own mother is actually a co-founder to that foundation. And so when I started really struggling with some severe depression anxiety, along with some of the other children of those founders, they decided, like, this, this needs to be talked about in a teenage setting as well. Teenagers need these resources and the vocabulary, um, just like moms, just like anyone, really, any human being. And so they decided to create this sister foundation. But it didn't gain a lot of traction because they were really focused on the their original foundation. So once I started kind of getting a grip on my own mental health and um, being able to cope with it in a healthy way, I was able to take over things in this foundation and started running things. Um, because you really do have to help yourself first before you're able to give 100% and help others. And so now a lot of the ideas and movement of our foundation is from teens themselves, because our slogan is actually teens influencing teens to think and act differently about mental illness. And I think that's an important key part in all of this, because 
teens aren't going to be as receptive to a bunch of adults trying to talk to them about mental health. You know, that's not cool. But if they're hearing stories and this awareness from the mouths of their peers, it strikes a bit deeper and it's more relatable. I definitely think especially a topic like this one, I'm sure it resonates so much more hearing from you and and your teammate that started the organization. Um, And with that being said, Whitley, I know that the the co-founders, all of you created something called your no filter story. And you so bravely share your experiences dealing with mental health on you know, on such a large platform. So what can you tell us a little bit more about what why did you want to start the no filter story campaign? Um, and what was the process like of of creating a video that was so honest and open with the world? Yeah, I love this question. So there's this expectation in our culture to always be happy that somehow our baseline should just be happy all the time. And that's reinforced by sayings like good vibes only. And especially where social media is a huge part of the lives of our young generation, there's this comparison happening. And again, that belief that everything should be perfect and happy and fun all of the time, but that's not realistic. And on social media, everything is curated and posed and filtered you're only showing the highlight reel and those perfect, happy, fun moments. But no one shares the struggles, the real stuff, the lows. And so when a teen is suffering with, let's say, depression, and they're scrolling through social media and seeing all these perfect, happy faces and comparing their lives to that, they're thinking, what's wrong with me? Why doesn't my life look like that? Why am I not that happy? And I really experienced that a lot when I was struggling with this deep depression. And so I was actually the first hashtag no filter story that was shared. And I was just kind of sick of it, like sick of putting on this face, this mask, this filter of always being fine because I wasn't. You know, during high school, I was really struggling with my mental health, but no one had any idea. Really, I hid it so well from my peers. And so this hashtag no filter story is taking off that filter of trying to be perfect and sharing the real raw struggles of mental illness and mental health. And it's breaking that narrative that you have to be okay all the time. You know, it's okay to not be okay. It's okay to struggle with these things. Like, it's normal. I still get people reaching out to me today telling me how much it impacted them. And it's seeing that face, seeing putting a face to the story and hearing it from their own mouth is powerful. And knowing that you aren't alone. Because a lot of the times when you are in this deep struggle with your mental health, you do think you are all alone, especially where, you know, social media looks so perfect. You think you're the only one struggling with this, but that's so far from the truth. It's so prevalent in so many people and so many teens. And so, yeah, that's kind of the reasoning behind our hashtag no filter stories is kind of just breaking that narrative that you have to be happy all the time. You know, it's okay to not be okay. 
and taking off that filter and also just letting others know that they're not alone, that this is normal and this this happens. I wish that we could see more of that on social media, just people being a little more real because a lot of scientists have said that uh, not a leading cause in depression, but something that can cause depression is when a young person is looking through their social media and they start comparing themselves. And it's that comparison that is the real issue. So I think that's an awesome uh, cause. It's such a cool thing that you did. And it's very brave as well. Because I, I know not everyone would be able to do it. So thank you so much for doing that uh, for yourself, for others. It's it's so cool. And I loved watching it as well. Thank you. With End the Stigma, you have uh, not only these really cool videos that you put out, but your program does a lot more. There are There's podcasts, blogs, uh, drop-ins, Can you tell us a little bit more about End the Stigma? So, you know, we're posting on social media and raising awareness and education and kind of giving teens the vocabulary so that they understand what they're going through, what they're experiencing, Um, because a lot of the times they don't even realize that or, you know, have the words to describe that. Here in Nevada, actually, I have started, well, I started a support group with my therapist through End the Stigma and just a support group for teens struggling and again to come together and create that community where they know they're not alone and can share their experiences. And that was a big hit and it's grown to three support groups and actually a fourth support group for parents with teenagers and children struggling with their mental health. And then we've also um, gone around speaking in classrooms, in church groups, friend groups, at an event um, last year, and just kind of getting the message out there and our stories out there. And again, reiterating that it's okay to not be okay. And, you know, you're not alone in this. And yeah. I love that you're you're finding ways to support through various platforms. I love the idea of the support groups and I think that bringing parents in is such a good idea. Whitley, I think a lot of people are are struggling right now uh, just being in quarantine in in isolation and it's uh, it's just really shaking up the way that all of us are living day to day. Um, So wondering if you have um, any tips, tricks, anything that you've been doing uh, just to kind of keep your mental health in check uh, and any advice to give to to other young people kind of uh, potentially struggling right now. Yeah, that's a good question. So I kind of hate the the name they've put on this social distancing because then it can create isolation and you know, no longer connecting socially with your peers, it it should be called physical distancing because you still need that connection with the people in your life. You still need that love and that bond. And so even though we may be physically distant, we shouldn't be emotionally distancing. Um, And so still finding ways to connect and reach out to friends or family and 
because you know as humans we need that connection we need that bond that love I think that's great advice is um, be healthy with your connections stay connected to people that make you feel good um, and make others feel good uh, in the same way so I think that's that's really great advice Whitley thank you Um, if someone Whitley wanted to to use some of your incredible resources what would you what would you say they do if you're wanting to share your own story or read or watch stories of others our no filter stories are on there and you can read through some of the letters or watch some of the videos and yeah you can share your own story by reaching out to us and sending that to us we can do it anonymously if you're not ready to put your name and picture attached to that or you can you can do that and share it with your the peers in your life um, but yeah, reaching out to us and so that we can collaborate on that. And then also just um, following us on social media, because that is where a lot of our activity is through sharing different resources and awareness and things like that. So our Instagram is and the stigma org. Like you said, it's uh, just feeling that you're not alone can make an incredible difference. So so I hope you get some new submissions. I believe uh, Zane told you um, that we're hoping that you might have a why or asked you uh, to come up with a why word or a phrase that starts with why. Are you ready to share yours with us? So I like the quote from Nelson Mandela that says, the youth of today are the leaders of tomorrow. And I chose this because if you're creating change at the root of where things start, like mental health struggles, you know, when people are young, they're able to grow up and do things differently and set a new normal for generations to come. Thank you for sharing that quote. That's a great quote. Um, and and I think it's, it's maybe it's a good segue to mine. So I, I picked year in, year out because I just think that although we have young, incredible leaders uh, like you and your team, I still don't think that we're having the conver- this conversation enough. So I mm-hmm. thank you so much for for bringing light to this topic. And I, you know, I did watch your video, and I just, you know, I'm I'm older. <laughs> I'm a little bit older than you are, but it, I still resonated a lot with it. You know, like I I I related a lot to what you were saying, and I I can't imagine all the young people that watched it that were like, oh my gosh, I'm I'm not alone in the way that I'm feeling. So I I wanted to say thank you for for bringing light to this conversation, and I hope that this podcast is a reminder to everyone that this should be a conversation we have year in and year out. So mine is a phrase this time. It is your mileage may vary. So what this means is that even though you're in a similar experience, you might be uh, suffering from depression, anxiety. If something worked for one person, maybe it is, maybe it's yoga, maybe it's a specific kind of therapy, whatever it may be, it's totally okay that it, it might not work for you. And that's all right. I mean, give it a fair chance, of course. But if it's not working for you, then there are so, so many other things uh, that are there to help you and you will find something and it will get better. So 
it differs person to person. And I think that's important to remember when when we talk about mental health. That's a great phrase, Lauren. Thank you for sharing. And Whitley, thank you so much for sharing yours. I, I really think that what you guys are doing is so important. And especially with what we're going through now, I... I really, really hope that, you know, young people listening really um, visit and the stigma and know that they have a community in you that they can reach out to for support, because I'm sure that there are so many young people that really need it right now. So I just really, on behalf of Lauren, myself, all the young people listening, thank you for, for doing what you're doing. It's really amazing. Thank you. Thank you for giving me a platform to share these things with the world thank you for tuning in and we will see you all here next time goodbye